Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Longshot, the new comedy starring Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. The IMDb plot summary reads... When Fred Flarsky reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte Field, he charms her. As she prepares to make a run for the presidency, Charlotte hires Fred as her speechwriter and sparks fly. Uh, This movie, it opened this past weekend. It has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. It opened to about 10 million with a a B cinema score. That's not a lot at all. No, that's both of those are pretty underwhelming. (laughs) But uh, is that is that because of you know uh, Aven- Avengers. Avengers? You would think they're going after two different demos, but I mean Avengers could just be sucking up everything. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Seth this is Rogen part of the problem. Has, Seth Rogen has had a lot of bobos in the past, and a lot of people probably don't get his sense of humor. A lot of bobos. What do you mean bobos? Bad movies. Yes. What are some of his bad movies? He's had a pretty good. Tra- he's had a pretty consistent track record, I would say. What, what, is he in Your Highness? That's Danny McBride. No. Oh. And James Franco. Okay. That's, uh, <laughs> have you seen Your Highness? You have seen Your Highness. <laughs> I rewatched that. Oh man, that is a great one. He's not in that. He, you know, Seth Rogen. He's done Neighbors. Uh, you know, he did Fifty Fifty. Uh, same director as this movie. Uh, you know, Pineapple Express. Super bad. The pr- North Korean movie. The interview, This is the End. This is the End is one of my favorites. He has a pretty good track record. Sausage Party. That's right. Sausage Party, yeah. I mean, he writes, he directs, he stars. I think he's had a pretty consistent track record. I I would argue. I think he gets kind of written off by some people as just like the stoner comedy guy. Yeah. Uh, I guess his comedic persona, you know, it it has that that stoner vibe. And that's not for everyone. Well, and maybe people don't want to see somebody like beautiful as Charlize Theron date somebody like, like seth rogan so you think like right off the bat people are like uh-uh can't yeah, buy this, it this give me a ticket yeah. for the flying superheroes <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more realistic uh well it's you know it's similar to i guess in concept to like knocked up yeah. a little bit but um be i, I guess uh, are you a fan of seth rogan overall I mean, I guess he's he's fine like he's not really the first person I think of when I think of Comedy. You know, comedy. Well, here's the thing. I mean, so many of his contemporaries, you know, guys like Jonah Hill or people like Steve Carell, they're all chasing that, you know, that serious credibility. He's at least still committed to doing original big screen comedies. Yeah. Uh, one of the few nowadays. So I, I give him a lot of credit for that. And, I, and a lot of his movies I do like. I know. I know. I've sat with you. I mean, this is on, the on end. Neighbors. I know you enjoyed Neighbors. Neighbors. This is the end. Two. Two. One of my. I mean, they're funny. He's, they're he's hilarious. Funny. I mean, he's got. He's pretty. He's pretty solid with the comedy. Yeah. He does a lot of TV, which I don't watch. You know, he produces Preacher. He does. He's very prolific. But as far as his big screen work, I think he's pretty solid, pretty consistent. Uh, so, what did you think of Longshot? This is another one that I really enjoyed. I really thought it was nice to see Charlize Theron in more of a comedic, not so serious type role. I mean, I think sure she hadn't, she hasn't really done that. I mean, what was the she? She's done comedy, um, but it's like dark comedy. Yeah, stuff like Young Adult. Yeah, that's dark comedy. It's not. True. This like, is like this is broader comedy. Yeah, 
And she she acquits herself pretty well. I mean, she's a champion. She's yeah. an acting champion. She can do anything. I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, I thought Seth did well. I thought Charlize did well. I thought it was hilarious. You were chuckling. I, I was chuckling. I mean, you were sitting next to me. Yeah, we were both laughing throughout. Yeah. And so, so you enjoyed it. it I did. I like the I like the story. I mean, it's original comedy. I mean, original. Totally original. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Anything Anything about it that you didn't like? I mean, it's two hours long. Did it feel like uh, too long for you at all? No, actually, it was. It felt good. <laughs> um, felt, well, felt about right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if I really dug like her chief of staff, that chick, that June Diane Rayfield. Yeah, I oh. don't know if I really dug her. But then again, I'm not supposed to. She's on the she, How Did This Get Made podcast. Paul Shear, her yeah. husband, he has a, a small role in this. Yeah. I thought this was June Jae and Raphael's best role that I've seen her in. I mean, she's done she's done some TV that I you know I haven't seen, but as far as like big screen roles, you know, it, most of her work has been you know pretty minor, pretty supporting. This is the most screen time she's had that I've seen, and I thought I thought she was great. You weren't a fan though. Maybe I is just it wasn't her. her or the character? I think it was the character. I just wasn't a fan of the character. Well, she's kind of belittling the whole relationship. The idea yeah. Of the relationship. Uh, well, and where she's messing around with the other... Um, right. She's sort of having like a little side fling with uh, another campaign uh, staffer. Yeah. Uh, played by Ravi Patel. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's kind of undermining uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. At one point, she shows... Like, she's taking, like, a public poll, and she's showing, like, what do people think of... If Jennifer Lawrence was dating Danny DeVito. I mean, that was or, pretty funny. Or but... Princess Diana was with Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah there are, there are some pretty solid laughs and uh, the movie I think is, is kind of old fashioned yeah in the way it's structured uh, I, I think it kind of takes its time you know it's it's really a two hander between Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron you have the supporting actors who are there yeah. really just to back up the main players but yeah it felt kind of like a, like an old school like screwball comedy you know with just some like marijuana and you know masturbation jokes thrown in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, definitely, yeah, modern sense of humor, but kind of old school and yeah. just, just the way it's conceived. My my favorite part was probably when they went to the club and they were on Molly. Right. And then there was a big national emergency. Right. And she has to, <laughs> she like, to she has to act her. sober. <laughs> she's great in that. She's rolling. And she has, like, glitter in her hair, yeah. confetti. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, no, I forgot about that scene. That was a good scene. There's a lot of good scenes. Even the, just like the opening scene with him at like a white nationalist meeting and he like tosses himself out the window. Yeah. And he gets like half of a swastika tattoo. The way that sort of pays off repeatedly throughout the film. Throughout the film. It was, was great. It, it, they build it. Yeah. They build that tattoo. Yeah, it becomes like a stick figure at one point and then there's like a final payoff. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's good. I mean, that's good joke writing for sure. And so what about, like, the chemistry between Seth Rogen and Charlie Theron? Because it's, I mean, it's sold on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sold as a romance. Like, I mean, did you buy the romance? I'm sure that's what a lot of people are resistant to. Like, oh, this again? <laughs> like, this, like, you know, this this type of guy with this type of girl. We've seen it a lot, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, he did it knocked up, too. I mean... Well, also, like, Adam Sandler comedies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you know, he's with, like, Jennifer Aniston. And Selma Hayek. So yeah. I'm a Hayek, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? 
So that's that's kind of like the burden on this movie to sell the chemistry. And- I, I think I don't buy it at the beginning, but I think towards the end, you're really kind of pushing for them. It won you over? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And that's kind of similar with Knocked Up a little bit. Yeah. You don't like, really buy them initially as a couple. And, but I, don't it, buy, it, it, it and I don't buy, you know, not necessarily that I didn't like Seth's character, but... He's sort of like a muckraking journalist. I, I wouldn't have dated him. Sure. He's in his Nike tracksuit the whole time. <laughs> At one point, she asked him, like, do you have any grown-up clothes? <laughs> I mean, that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> And then they put him in that Swedish like. That's right. They dress him like a dandy, up. pretty much. <laughs> Another good joke. I forgot about that one. But yeah, this movie is stacked with some pretty good jokes. I mean, it's two hours long, so it's got to be. Yeah. It's going to work. And it's pretty funny all the way throughout. Did you, hey, let me ask you this. Did you recognize Andy Circus in this? You know Andy Circus, right? He was he was in, he was saying all the misogynistic jokes and as a newscaster, right? He was the newspaper owner, Parker Wembley. Uh, what? You remember that guy? Yeah. Who looked kind of weird? Yeah. That's Andy Circus under latex and makeup. No. I, I promise you. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at IMDb. Like, that's what's I, up. I, I got to see this for myself. Because I heard he was in it, and people were like, no one's, no one's going to even recognize him. And- oh, my God. Because when you first see this character, it's kind of like a weird, like, who is this guy? Like, I've never seen this actor before. Yeah. So at first, I thought, like, who is this actor wearing makeup? <laughs> and then in close-up, I'm like, oh, I guess that's a real person who just looks kind of weird. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, it was yeah. convincing. Wow. But that's Andy Sergis. That's what he does. Snoke. I yeah. mean, Caesar, King Kong, he, he goes under makeup. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> Was he's a it, cool actor. Wasn't he a Lord of the Rings? Wasn't he Gollum? Gollum? He's Gollum, yeah. He was the first to kind of pioneer the, the whole mocap thing. I mean, he's directed some films. I mean, he's a talented dude. Wow. I mean, he appears in comedies no, I under disguise. I didn't know that at all. That's really awesome. It's kind of like what Mike Myers is doing in like Bohemian Rhapsody a little bit. Oh, yeah. We had, we had to do a double take on that. Right. We're like, who? Like, what? Who, who's, huh? Yeah. Who is this actor who looks kind of weird, like kind of familiar? <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so overall, it worked for you. Don't you don't have too many uh, too many gripes a- against it? I, I don't. I mean, I really thought it flowed. I I thought you know the production value was good. I mean, I really I really enjoyed myself. I have I have one minor gripe uh, towards the end, which is kind of in spoiler territory. So why don't we take a quick break? We come back. We'll get into spoilers for Longshot. All right, we're back. And we're going to talk some spoilers for Longshot. There's not, I mean, a whole lot to spoil here. I mean, it's not like, you know, Avengers or anything. (laughs) But basically, you know, they end up together. And Charlize, you know, she's running for president. And she wins the presidency. I guess leading up to that, I'll just, I'll tell you my one, my one little gripe. She's giving a speech. It's kind of like that old cliche of like when someone's giving a public speech and they're sticking to the script, they're playing it by the book. And then they decide to then drop Then they have a, a change like, of heart. Oh. Yeah, they're like, okay, I'm going to keep it real now. Like, now I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> and the whole climax kind of builds to that moment. I mean, I guess it, it, it works a little better here because she's on TV for a reason. Well, and she's, she's giving a speech for a reason. And she's talking about, you know, that there's going to be a video that's dropping of her boyfriend jacking off <laughs> to her and gets cum in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and there's a video of it. 
I mean, that's I guess that's like like the big gross out gag yeah. of the movie. Yeah, there's a oh. they hack they <laughs> they hack his laptop. They because, hack his laptop, and there's a video. You know, they scrub like all the video through all the video, and there's a, a sequence of him pulling down his pants, jerking it. Yeah, two Shirley's there on. And when he yeah when he comes, it shoots in his face and into his beard. <laughs> Oh my god! It's so like it's gross enough already. Like when he's like unzipping his pants, yeah, you're kind of like, okay, how gross is this gonna get? Yeah, and I mean the answer is like, <laughs> grosser than you could imagine. <laughs> very gross payoff, but still kind of funny. It, that's another like questionable joke that has multiple payoffs. Yeah. throughout the movie, and like and whenever you hear him yell like "oh boy," <laughs> like someone's watch, like watching on a phone or something, you hear him yell "oh boy." I mean, like we know exactly what moment they're at. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, it leads to that speech. I mean, we saw this moment just a month ago in The Best of Enemies where, like, Sam Rockwell's given a speech and he has a change of heart. We've seen it so many times where someone has, like, a public change of heart. Yeah. And I don't know how else this could have been handled. I mean, it's an original script. They could have found some other way. And, um, I mean, it is a little long. And you could probably trim out that stuff with Parker Wembley. Yeah. That stuff, to, I mean, it's... I guess slightly amusing, but that stuff kind of pads it out. There, there's this whole like green initiative type yeah, subplot. Yeah, so she's trying to push a green initiative. And then we talked that Seth Rogen's character was a reporter. He's a muckraking journalist type. Yeah, and so Parker Wimbley bought his newspaper. Yeah. And Parker Wimbley, you can kind of put him on the same lines as like the National Enquirer. He's like a Rupert Murdoch type, I-, I thought. Yeah. Especially with like the Australian vibe. Yeah. So I guess the movie has, you know, some things to say about, uh, you know, compromising your mm-hmm. ideals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely a theme. And that's one of the things that Flarsky is is all about. He doesn't want to work for someone who's, you know, just going to say that they're going to do something and not actually like follow through with it. It seems like that's something that she finds attractive in him. Like that that's an element that she yeah. that endears him to her. Um and so yeah, and so their yeah, their romance ultimately works. You know, they, it also works cuz they have a history together. She was his babysitter. Yep. And they have like an awkward kind of history like he gets like an erection in his pants. At 13 years old, that was hilarious. Like she she's hugging him or something yeah. and he gets an erection. And then like And then her boyfriend walks her in. Boyfriend, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the laughs are rooted in character and humiliation. Yeah. You know, that's, that's where all the good humor comes from. Just <laughs> humiliating personal events. So, yeah. And so they, they end up together. And she's yep. president. And I guess one of the best, one of the biggest payoffs at the end, you know, we reveal his tattoo, you know, which started as an unfinished swastika and then became a stick figure. And then he builds like a um, presidential seal around it. Yeah. And he's, he's the first man. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> a good visual gag. I mean, I'm not doing it justice, but it's a good visual payoff. Yeah. To a joke that started right in the first scene. So what, a- anything else to say about this? No, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a good date night movie. When we sat down, I mean, you said, you know, you needed a laugh. And then when it was over, you're like, I needed that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a laugh. So it's, yeah, it's upsetting that, you know, this movie didn't do well. Movies like this need to do well yeah. against those big superhero behemoths or else it's just going to be the superhero shit. We need movies like this. E- even if you don't love them, you know, even if you just think like, eh, they're okay. You, you need that kind of balance. You do. You really do. So, yeah, you say it's a good movie. I would. Movie. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. What, what grade would you give it? I'd give it an A-. minus. 
I'm gonna wait until I give it like a rewatch. But right now I'm on a B plus. But on a rewatch, uh, I don't know you. <sighs> you need to do an A minus. On a rewatch, it could go up to an A minus. Um, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. And it, honestly, Seth Rogen, he he doesn't really let me down. You know, I mean, I've seen pretty much all of his movies. Green Hornet was not good. That's yeah. a rare dud. You know that he was involved in didn't work out. Most of his comedies, like when he's just keeping it straight comedy and he has, you know, like a, a direct hand in it, it's solid. It, it delivers. He, he knows what's funny. That's Long Shot, directed by Jonathan Levine. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. 